Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Glad that's your Hakuman bit. Oh, Ben Cinder Claus. Yes, I. Merry Christmas! Dinner was full! This is the night before the dawn, before the day of Christmas. <laughs> Your Honor, every one of these letters is addressed to Santa Claus. The post office has delivered them. Oh, I almost forgot. Smile, Santa! That isn't a Christmas present. That's human trafficking. (laughs) I ate my son for a blue blade player. Jingle, jangle, jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And uh, I guess I'll jump right into that first because it's one of the only things I did since we last did this show is um, I uh, oh, God damn it, nice. Morty. Um, I did uh, actually watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah, it's fine. That's about my take on it. Like, it does have some stuff in it that I really, uh, it does have, uh, some really funny moments in it. Um, I, I, I really like Batista and Palm Clementif as Drax and Mantis. I think they're both really funny. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I have thought Drax was funny since the first one, and I think uh, it's not his fault. I think he's a little bit much in the second one. Uh, That's not Dave Bautista's fault. That's the script's fault. Um, But then right back in this one, I think he's really (laughs) funny. I like when they're (laughs) breaking out of Kevin Bacon's house, and he's like, wait, I have to go back. I forgot my little man. (laughs) And... She's like, do you want to get a gift for Peter because you love him? Or do you want a funny little man? And he does the most perfect, confused, (laughs) trying to figure it out face and lands on, I want a funny little man. (laughs) And when I tell you, oh, God, oh, I laughed at that so hard. (laughs) It's it's weird because, like. I was fine with it overall. I thought it was an okay Christmas themed thing, but nothing about it really screamed to me like a Christmas special, really, except for Kevin Bacon doing a whole song at the end with the with the old '97s dressed as like aliens. 
I didn't like, like either of the musical parts. I yeah. didn't like the part at the beginning with the I don't know what Christmas is song. I didn't like Kevin Bacon's musical number at the end. I didn't like any of that. Um, Chris Pratt feels like he's definitely on his way out as Star-Lord to me. Um, I know James Gunn has said that this is the la- that Guardians 3 is the last Guardians movie with this crew. Um, I think Chris Pratt is probably one of the ones that's going to go. I hope it's not Batista and Palm Clementif because, like I said, I love them. I think they're both really funny. But um, he felt kind of like he showed up for like a day or two and then went away. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. He just didn't seem like he was – a hundred percent in it to me. Although he, although his line about that's not a Christmas gift. That's human. This is human trafficking was also really funny. Uh, I did also, I I mean, yeah, Mantis and Batista just being like this comedy duo is like what made this episode, what's made this awesome. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. The whole middle part when they come to earth is the best part. (laughs) Yeah. Drax, did you put on the 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 cloaking beacon? Yes, really. But he's like, he just slowly does it. I just watched you turn it on right now. No, yeah. you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it took such a weird turn at the moment where like the cops show up and Drax destroys, like, like a cop car and they're trying not to kill people i don't know there was something weird about it that was super weird except again i keep coming back to how funny they both are when mantis says drax you can't just kill people and he says well if nobody told tells me the rules how am i supposed to know what they are uh I, the other thought that was the other thing that was kind of i felt like it was such a weird a weird bit to put to kind of bookend this on was the whole mantis is technically quill's sister that was <clears throat> it seemed it almost a deleted, like a it was a deleted part of Ga- guardians 2 okay thank you i was like i don't remember also i don't remember them buying nowhere from the collector yeah that is, i don't remember that Thank you. I was like, where the fuck did either of these things come from? I don't remember Mantis being Ego's child, and I don't remember them buying nowhere from the Collector. Yeah, I feel like after the events of Endgame, uh, with the Collector being dead or in a cell, like everyone kind of just gave it to who, like to the Guardians, like gave nowhere. But it was such a, mm. it felt like such a. It felt like it should have been such a bigger deal. If you're going to make the whole thing be Mantis is Quill's sister, like having it come up at the beginning and then at the very end and then just mm-hmm. that's just it felt very bizarre to me And to, because you had to sandwich that, uh, had the bookend that with a whole thing with Kevin Bacon when really it should have been the mm-hmm. like maybe Quill and Mantis having a whole like leading to a better moment at the end of them realizing their siblings. Yeah. I'll tell you the other joke that didn't work for me. I, it, I don't understand where it came from. I don't understand why it was supposed to be. It didn't work for me at all. Was the joke about everybody hating actors. 
Yeah, that was weird. It, felt it very forced. It was very weird. It didn't work for me. Like, they were... Even, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Nebula being like, huh, maybe actors aren't such scum after or what? I'm like, yeah, where, what is this? This is what, what the fuck is it? Also, um, the joke that was, it, it was kind of funny to me, but also again, was kind of out of nowhere and was a little weird was, uh, uh, Drax hating GoBots. <laughs> That's just James Gunn throwing in random references, yeah. Because yeah. I think GoBots for a short time are Marvel continuity, like in the comics. Probably, yeah. yeah. And the whole j- that was so bizarre. He's just punching the. He wants to punch him, and Mantis like, it's okay. His it's just his cousin was murdered by robots. <laughs> by GoBots specifically yeah, but, by GoBots. Yeah, which makes no sense because I'm pretty sure GoBots are tiny. <laughs> Yeah. Also, um, Drax and Mantis sitting on the curb outside of the bar, completely bombed, is pretty darn funny. And when Mantis realizes they have no more money left because they spent it all on booze, so she can't buy the map to Kevin Bacon's house. Do I, I don't know. I just those two. I want to nice see them moments. do more. Yeah. Yeah. It was like overall, I thought as a Chris as a, as a Guardians thing, it was fine marking it as a Christmas thing felt like it didn't have to be that way but it was still kind of nice yeah and I'm hit and miss on the Guardians overall anyway like obviously we've talked about it a bunch but I really love Guardians of the Galaxy 1 I think it was a nice surprise I think it's a really good film I think Guardians Volume 2 is too much I don't know what happened everything about that film almost everything about that film i just find really not enjoyable but then like i like the guardians in the avengers movies because maybe they're not in i don't know i don't know and i've never been this may be controversial i'm not a fan of craglin i don't like sean gunn all that much in that i don't he just annoys me so like anytime he's on screen i'm like oh god just show me anything else so i could could see that yeah hey but rocket got bucky's arm (gasps) that was like so sweet of nebula (laughs) that was that moment i did like he opens it and he's like (gasps) bucky's arm and he's like basically like crying (laughs) so great also also This is another joke I thought was really fun. There are some really funny moments in the rocket being to uh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, hey, don't worry. We're not going to hurt you. Oh, my God. It's a talking raccoon. I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, like it was definitely fine for what it was. But was it really needed? I don't think it was. No, it was... Uh, I'd like to see maybe Marvel, instead of pumping out bunches and bunches of TV shows, maybe punch out more of these specials, though, because uh, Werewolf by Night was, you know, enjoyable. This was enjoyable. They're not super long. Like, I think they were both only 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, so maybe see what some more Marvel special presentations would look like. That would be kind of cool. 
Did you see the pop figures for Ant-Man and Quantum Ant-Man Quantum Mania that basically spoil that Modok is in it? Oh, I already knew I knew that Modok was in it. I thought I had sent you a design of what Modok You no, did. I guess I Yeah, no, you okay. Um um but I was like it was one of those things where like I wasn't a hunch. I was like it could be. Are they on Funko? I'm not a fan of it. I'm seeing if they're on Funko's app yet because I have. Okay, there's the wasp. Fun- they're so on they- the Instagram. Well, so they're on the app. Oh, that looks like a different Modoc design than I saw. Okay, that's not as terrible as the one I saw. So maybe the one I saw was not real. This isn't bad, actually. It's not bad. It's just weird. It's. Well, Modoc's weird though. <laughs> yeah, I so, like him as a big head. Yeah, uh, it's fine. I mean, it's obviously the the robot part isn't there. I don't hate it. Um, I don't love it. So I'm. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of ambivalent to the whole movie anyway. Like, I'm not wild about the idea of Quantumania, so. Yeah. Ooh, here on the the Funko. Finger bang ones. No, but I was also going to say here on the Funko Pop app, they have uh, some box sets. They have uh, Kevin, Marv, and Harry, and it's Kevin at the top of the stairs swinging the paint buckets down at Marv and Harry. That's pretty fun. There's and a they lot have, of fun ones. And they have all the Griswolds standing outside the Griswold lit up house. That's kind of fun, too. <laughs> I kind of want the set that's the all the spider. It's like the it's like a spider. All three Spider-Man and all the villains in one box. I don't see that one. I must not have scrolled down far enough. I do, however, here see uh, the Joker with uh the famous joker's five-way revenge cover behind him that's kind of cool too man they're coming up with so much stuff this funko they keep just getting my money oh there they are okay there's all three spider-man all of it oh that is a great box set you're right i just really want the freaking like right now my main focus is the south park finger bang boys I still need to get that one too. I saw that both on uh, it's on Amazon and right on the South Park website. So Girl, finger bang, bang, you in the now they Girl, you like finger bang and that's all right. What? I was gonna say now they need to do the uh, uh, Faith Plus One. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Do the do the Faith Plus One uh, set. Yeah, just like the whole cover. <laughs> The whole cover, exactly. <laughs> Although pop figures, they never put them in the. Uh, they'd have to make him in like a non-pop figure position. So. Well, they should change that. They should. You're right. Uh, you watched Wednesday, right? I am two episodes away from finishing it. Okay, so I did manage to finish it. Uh, right. And boy, I loved it. It's so much fun. It's really damn good. Uh, number one, uh, I'm at the point now where I want Jenna Ortega to just be in every fucking thing at this point. Like, yep. she apparently 
just can't lose or anything because everything she's just fantastic in. Um, I also really liked um, the girl that plays her roommate. I'm not sure of the I know the character's name is Enid. I'm not sure of the actor's name off the top of my head, uh, but she's wonderful as well. Um, I think the story is really well done. I think it's amazing that it's set in a fictional version of Jericho, Vermont. <laughs> yeah, it's a better version. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, that has a, a school for weirdos. Or they call them outcasts, not weirdos. So like Gorgons and werewolves and um, Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Okay, question for you. And I don't know if this ever, because this is the one thing that does bug me, because they go over, like, all the characters and how, like, they're, like, you have the sirens, werewolves, mm -hmm. the, uh... The Gorgons, the they call them the stoners, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is Eugene? What the fuck is Eugene? <laughs> <clears throat> um, I can't tell you, because I'll be giving something away. I knew it! <laughs> yeah. Eugene has a thing... But it's not like he doesn't fall into one of those cliques, kind of like that kid that does the paintings and then can bring them to life. He doesn't fit with like he just has this other thing that he can do. Eugene has another thing that he can do. But I love Eugene. <laughs> he's so great. Such a dork. And I love he's it. Such a dork. And he's so great. And um, uh, I think that. Everyone in this does a good job. Um, I just, I really liked it. I really thought it was really fun, and I can't wait to see the next season. Yeah, um, I'm stoked. Yeah, like I said, I'm like two episodes away. So the last thing I saw was they broke into the house uh, mm -hmm. and like found the car that like hit the mayor and all like all the missing body parts, and the monster came. Yep, and she made the deal with uh, the headmaster not to step out of line uh, one more time and keep eating like Enid now is now out of the room because she doesn't she's like I'm your best friend and this is how you treat me mm -hmm. kind of deal yeah oh yeah uh, uh, Gwendolyn uh, what the fuck's her name Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn Christie yeah Christie she's in this too and she's really good I mean she's the, really the, everyone like the cast I, is fantastic. Yeah, I was on the I was on the fence with Louise Guzman, mm -hmm. uh, and then they did the whole episode where they the where the parent the parent teacher the, the parents day episode the parent weekend. And I was yeah. Just like, All right. It's he's fine. It, it's not his fault. I think it's just the character. I think it's he's doing something different because obviously the two most famous versions of um, Gomez Adams to this point uh, from the 60s TV show and from the movies are, is very uh, boisterous and very high energy and he's not doing the high energy thing, which is fine. I just, I don't think I'm used to it yet because I'm used to the 60s TV show and the movies where the, both of those are very high energy characters and he's kind of more calm <laughs> I will say I will always rewatch uh, Wednesday's dance at the 
That's the formal. That's fantastic, right? So good. Ugh. Yep, that's just... All Jenna Ortega does is win, man. Mm-hmm. Because she was also... There's another... Because obviously she was in X and Scream, but there was something else she was in, too, that I haven't seen yet, but I heard it was really good. Let's what else was find she out. I swear she was in something else this year that I'm forgetting. I saw a thing where she was like on like a nickel, either a Nickelodeon or Disney like kid show. Really? Yeah. Huh. Let's see. Nope, I don't. Eh. Well, eh, she's probably going to be in the next Scream. I don't remember her being in You, and I've watched all the seasons of You. How did I miss that? I guess I'm going to have to go back and... She was oh, in Iron I've seen Man. her in Babysitter Killer Queen. She was in Iron Man 3? That's what it says. I did. Oh, I never saw Babysitter Killer Queen, but maybe that's what I was thinking of that people said she was pretty good in. Uh, she was also in Insidious Chapter 2. She must have been really young. That was way back in 2013. She's yeah. only 20, so she must have been pretty young in that. Maybe the Fallout that came out last year, but I didn't see that. So, oh, uh, she was in anywho, Foo Fighters Studio Six 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 film. I heard that was so fucking bad. I never even bothered. Anywho, yeah, she was in Wednesday Scream and X, and so that's how I know that she's the important stuff. Yeah, the important stuff. So, can't wait to see what she does next. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really all. I, I mean, I because uh, we were talking behind the scenes, everybody. I, I was talking to Justin after this and like, I feel like I'm having such a hard time keeping up on stuff recently. Um, just part of it is just there's so much stuff coming out um, <clears throat> that there's that. And the other thing is, and this isn't a bad thing, but like. I'm, uh, my wife doesn't work crazy hours anymore. And I used to watch a lot more of just my shows and movies because like I'd get home at like a little after four and Leanne wouldn't get home till like after eight, but now she gets home at like six o'clock. And so like, yeah. I'm watching a lot, a lot more of like our together shows, which is like informative murder porn and <laughs> mysteries <laughs> And has it uh, that, has anyone blocked it off yet? You had to figure out how to tame how to tame a horse in Minecraft. <laughs> <sighs> Not yet, but I'm sure it'll get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> Although we did watch a documentary that was not an informative murder porn. We watched a documentary about uh, it's called Pe it's called Pepsi Where's My Jet and it was about yeah, this I got to watch that. <laughs> Dude, I had no idea that this was a thing that happened. Probably cuz in the mid 90s I was too young to be watching the news, but it was literally like uh Pepsi put out like they had Pepsi points and in one of their ads they said you could get a Harrier jet except uh, they thought it was meant as a joke, but they didn't put a disclaimer on the ad. So two guys literally took them up on it because there was a loophole with the Pepsi points where you could buy Pepsi points for 10 yeah. cents a piece. And so this 20 year old kid and like this other dude that had like a lot of money <clears throat> bought 
I think it was seven hundred thousand dollars, seven million Pepsi points, which I think uh, they said was like seven hundred thousand dollars at ten cents a piece, and the they bought and they sent Pepsi. A, right, and so they sent Pepsi a check and said we want the jet, and Pepsi said no, and they got in this whole big legal battle <laughs> over it. It was nuts. <laughs> I was it's only. I was like, this whole thing is insane. Like, they're insane for, like, trying to get the jet. Pepsi is insane for, like, putting that in their ad without a disclaimer, which technically makes it a legitimate offer. (laughs) The whole thing is just crazy. I was like, how did I never hear this story? That's fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. But it was like, yeah. oh man, yeah. So that's um, and I, um, <coughs> yeah, like we were talking, yeah. Well, we were like as we were talking, like yeah, like you've been very busy with a bunch of stuff. I've been busy too, and so like my time frame, our time frames in in seeing things are very different now. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I saw Wakanda Forever. You did see Wakanda Forever. It's fine. Um, nothing. It's. It's such a weird gray area movie because of mm-hmm. the real life things behind it. Right. Um like the the whole the how they deal with T'Challa's death in the film works. Mhm. And the reasoning for T'Challa's death in the film it 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 works really well and I'm like, "Oh, and it's a good way to start it." But then you get... It's like the movie's three hours long, basically. And for the... And not to spoil it too much, but the plot is a... It's a fairly similar plot in a way to Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. How so? There's a kid... There's a kid that that has to be protected. Okay. Because the main cattle, the main thing in this film is, um, there's they find uh, there uh, the U.S. are trying to infiltrate uh, different sectors of Wakanda's like outreach programs that have vibranium and trying to take it from them. Gotcha. And there and and the Queen makes this whole big thing about like you don't do that like we've. Give it, because the whole thing is like they're hogging vibranium they don't want to share it kind of deal um, but then there's like an outpost on US uh, in the US like in the sea where there is just vibranium like outside of Wakanda and mm. it gets it, it get, uh, and, and it said oh, oh I know it's not uh, I know they don't call it I bet it's at uh, I want to call it Atlantis but I know they changed the name <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a Mayan name, and I can't remember exactly. Yes, yeah. But basically, uh, basically, Namor's people, uh, like kill and like murder all the people on this like vessel, Mm -hmm. and they are blaming Wakanda. But the machine that was used to get the vibranium was made by Riri Williams, Ironheart. Mm -hmm. That yeah. um, So it becomes. Namor and Letitia and Letitia White, Nakia, mm-hmm. like, whatever her character, are like trying to come to terms of like you bring me the girl and all this goes away, like kind of deal. Oh, okay. 
it's that kind of thing. It's it's not the gotcha. main gist of it, but that's kind of the linchpin of the whole thing is protect Riri Williams and clear Wakanda's name. Mm-hmm. Also, <clears throat> I know they renamed uh, Atlantis to something else, which makes sense because obviously, even though uh, Atlantis is a public domain term in terms of film, uh, Aquaman beat them to Atlantis and they probably... Yeah. Besides the fact that they obviously wanted to give um, uh, some some sort of different cultural heritage to the the, the citizens that live, but also uh, not pronounced Namor, right? It's like apparently the I was gonna say isn't apparently like we all just found out we've been pronouncing it wrong forever, <laughs> like it's yeah. Namor or something yeah. like that. I was like, what? Which I could have sworn uh, it was which, a Namor. I know. It's just like, what? <laughs> what have we done? But I will say uh, the biggest highlight of this film is I actually really like Namor. Um, mm-hmm. I think him as a character makes a lot of sense because okay. he's explain. He, they explain his character in like, yeah, my people have been like, the, my people are like, we're fine where we are, but we will wage war on the earth on the land on the land people if we have to mm-hmm. kind of deal um he explains like where they were during the snap um okay. he's like yeah when the snap happened i kept my people safe here so we never like came to the surface mm-hmm. like his actions make complete sense and i'm like okay cool um so i hope he gets more to do down the line, but for a movie that really kind of pushes like Letitia white becoming the new black Panther, mm-hmm. you Ironheart, Namor, all the Atuma, like all this right. stuff. And one bit that just felt, I, I don't know if I want to say it and spoil it for you, okay? but there's one thing in this movie that I'm sure a lot of people were, were fine with. And I was like, this is stupid. (laughs) I'm sure just one of the reasons I haven't gone and seen it yet is simply because of one thing you've mentioned is it is so long. And just the time to go to the theater has kind of eluded me recently, especially for a movie that's like three hours long. And I'm like, I really do want to see it. But at this point, um, it's probably unless... Uh, I might actually finally be able to go see it tomorrow night now that I think about it. Because I'm off tomorrow as we record this. And I know Leanne has something to do tomorrow night. And I don't... Oh. Uh, actually, I might... I don't know. I'll have to check my calendar. I know that I might be able to go see it tomorrow night. Probably not. But I'll double check. Yeah. But just it, like Or what... it may just be when it comes on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know. There's just a lot of things about it bug me, but it wasn't like a horrible movie. It just felt like because of the circumstances, they had to change up the script mm-hmm. and some things just didn't really line up as well as I would have thought it would. Right. But still, I was like, this is fine. It's a fine movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are there any more big movies coming out before the end of the year? I don't think there are. Are there? 
No, I think we're done. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, unless too. you count as we're recording, double... as we're recording <clears throat> tonight, uh, is David Harbour's Violent Night. Eh, I don't count that. <laughs> uh, twenty twenty two. What are you talking about? Oh, Avatar. Mm-hmm. That's the big one. Oh, <laughs> I'm. Cu- I, I'll tell you, I'm not interested in Avatar except for uh, James Cameron recently said. Did you see this? Yes! How much the movie has oh to make to God. literally break even? Yeah. It has to be like the number one movie of all time to break even. I was like, this, what the fuck? He admitted, he goes, yeah, I, uh, uh, the cost of this was uh, probably so much I might not get to make the others. <laughs> I was it's, like, holy shit, dude. Like, granted, James Cameron is one of the most successful filmmakers of all time. Like, he made Avatar, which was the biggest movie of all time for a really long time. He made Terminator 2. He made Titan. He's made wicked successful movies. But, boy, that is a gigantic swing to make a movie so expensive it needs to be the biggest movie of all time to break even that i'm very (laughs) curious how that's gonna go and i don't know i might end up watching it in the theater maybe i don't know there's a guy i know who runs a movie theater who's been enticing me like come on down Mm -hmm. and i'm like that's a that's a 40 minute drive man (laughs) i've still never seen the first one (laughs) you're not missing anything (laughs) that's kind of what i figured all right, I'm just trying to see if there's anything in 20... I don't think there... What the hell? This is a weird website. That's not what I wanted at all. Oh, and Glass Onion just was in the movie theaters, uh, but I'm waiting for it to be on Netflix because I did really love Knives Out, and I keep hearing really good things about Glass Onion. I'm I'm excited for Glass Onion. It's good, like Regardless, either way. There's a movie, actually, that just came out on Netflix today I'm kind of interested to watch. It's like a Swedish movie called Troll. I think it's Swedish. It's like a tr- called Trolls. Really? It's like a not related movie, to I like guess. Troll Two or anything like that. No, no. This is like like this is more like I don't know if you ever saw the movie Troll Hunter. I didn't. I know of Troll Hunter. I've never actually seen it. Yeah, it basically seems like the same idea. So I might watch that tonight. Okay. I, I don't know. Now we're since. As of recording, it's December 1st, which means I should be getting in the holiday yep. spirit. And yet I still like I think Guardian, the Guardian special I watched like three days ago was probably so far the only mm-hmm. Christmas related thing I've watched. OK, uh, the whale comes out December 9th. Oh, oh, I've heard so many good things. Doom Patrol's next week. <gasps> oh my God, you're right. Doom Patrol is back next week. I totally yeah. forgot. Uh, yeah, you know, nothing really before the end of this year besides, let's see what next, let's see what January is like. Cocaine Uh, bear. Oh my God. That is, (laughs) it's right there. I mean, what else do you need to know about that movie? It is right there in the title. Oh no, that's February 24th. It says here. Oh, dang it. The Marvels is in February. Uh, Wonka coming out in March. 
boy, the early oh John Wick four is in March. Yes. Oh, did you see the oh the, here's I just remembered because I'm into April of next year. Um, the new trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm, I watched it. I'm not mm-hmm. against it. I think it looks good. I think it actually looks really fun. I do too. Like I, the first trailer that came out, like when you first heard Chris Pratt as Mario, I was like, whatever. Then this comes around and mm-hmm. I'm watching it and I'm like, you know what? This it looks, looks like it'd be super fun. And I know, I know everyone is, like, sort of upset about Chris Pratt. But you have literally two options. You can have just a guy doing a voice. Or you could have what everybody says they want, which is a cartoonishly stereotypical Italian accent that I think think you would get fucking tired of for a full-length movie like can you imagine a mario talking like it is for an entire movie that'd be an awful lot if it was a me a mario but even even like there was the cartoon the the the, not even the movie but there was like a cartoon show of super mario brothers um yeah where even mario in that didn't sound like as we know mario right so I don't I think people are just mad at it to be mad at it. Like it, it seemed fine to me. In fact, he didn't you know who he sounded an awful lot like to me in that trailer. I kept forgetting it was Chris Pratt. I thought it was um um shit. Uh John Mulaney. I could see yeah, I could see that. He sounded a little like John Mulaney. He didn't sound as much like Chris Pratt to me as he did John Mulaney. Well, just so. just wait till you hear the Seth Rogen Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, I forgot. Seth. Well, that's gonna sound like <laughs> weed. <laughs> you know how I know you're gay? <laughs> weed. <laughs> That's what that's now I just sound. want Donkey Kong to just sound like that throughout the yeah. entire movie to offset. <laughs> I've Seth Rogen always sounds so much just like Seth Rogen that there was literally a bit with all the Seth Rogen animated characters in the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. But it's like he doesn't sound like, like anybody. He's yeah, Seth. Apparently, he's been getting huge praises because he's in a movie, uh, The Fableman, which is. The story of Steven Spielberg. Oh yeah, I actually and he plays, yeah like, I heard Steven's, that was pretty like, decent. Uncle, yeah, I actually did hear that was pretty decent. I, but yeah, the Fableman. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize. I in my brain, I don't think I connected the title of the film with what it was about. Like I think. Now that you say that, I'm like, I think they were too. I think I was thinking that maybe the Fablemans was just a Steven Spielberg movie that everybody was thinking. I forgot it was actually about his life. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, because I saw an interview with Seth Rogen where he's talking about the Fableman and they played a scene from it. And I'm like, and a buddy of mine saw it and was like, he was like, I had tears. And I was just like, 
from a Seth Rogen movie? <laughs> yeah, he... Mm, as much as he annoys me, I think he's capable of being good. Like, I've seen enough stuff with him in it that, like, I know he's capable of, like, being pretty good at things. He just has also enough of his own Seth Rogan-ness to always be make me go, What you're just waiting for the sausage party TV show next year? I can't fucking believe I didn't see that movie. The trailers looked like the stupidest thing in the world to me, and then they were like, "Oh, by the way, Sausage Party is getting a TV show," and I'm like, "That fucking stupid food movie <laughs> that ended with a food orgy that I still can't get out of my head." <laughs> Come again for Big Fudge? <laughs> The end of the end of of uh, sausage, sausage party. party is you watch all these CGI animal uh, CGI food have an orgy, and it's explicit for food. Wow. Okay. Um, interesting. Still not ever. I'm still never gonna see it. I believe you. I just no. I'm gonna see if I can at least find the scene. It's kind of like I've never seen any of the Child's Play movies, and I r- just learned the other day that in Bride of Chucky, the Chucky doll and the Tiffany doll have a sex scene, and I was like, excuse me, what? Oh, that's weird. I'll have to find, yeah, I'll have to find that for you. But I, uh, also, um, oh God, did you see, they haven't put out a trailer yet, but they're doing a horror, the guy who did Terrifier is doing apparently has a Grinch horror movie coming out in a couple weeks. There's a trailer for that. I saw it. Though I haven't watched it. I'll have to watch that for the mm. mean one. Yeah. I mean, not for me, but it it looks like a Grinch horror movie. I don't know how. Oh, I know how they're getting away with it. It says right in the title, the mean one, a par- uh, a horror parody. So I guess it falls under parody law because I know for a fact that the Grinch is not public domain. (laughs) Oh, the the Dr. Seuss estate still exists. So. (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, because I was wondering how they got away with it. And it says right in the title parody. So they fall, I guess, under parody law. Yeah, it was like um, it was like something else. I was like called. They had to put parody in the front of it because of that. I don't, I don't know, but basically it looks like the plot is like um, the mean one uh, murders Cindy Lou Who's quote, 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 parents. And then she leaves um, Whoville, quote, 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 quote. They have another name for it in the trailer. I can't remember yeah, what, what it is. And then she goes back. Yeah, she goes back years later and like then they have to fight the quote 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 Grinch you know um so yeah it's whatever I put myself not through for a lot of weird <laughs> movies mm-hmm. uh especially stuff like Donkey Punch uh <laughs> uh like uh the one-eyed the one-eyed monster one-eyed uh, monster yeah. yeah I put myself through a lot of those and yet here I am saying I'm probably not gonna watch it 
knowing full well that I just said that I'm super excited to watch Cocaine Bear next year. <laughs> My God. And it's got the guy, uh, Cocaine Bear has got the guy that does uh, those really hilarious TikTok videos that you see I, memed I everywhere. That was him. Yeah, the guy that's like, I I know that's not right. I used to work here. Well, things change. Yeah. <laughs> Time marches on. I I'm like doing that my whole fun. acting career. I guess I gotta start getting on TikTok. My acting career has gone nowhere. Apparently, I have to go through that. Yeah, that guy. I guess he was like a comedian and then like really took off because of those videos. And now he is in the great big, clearly going to be a uh, best picture nominee movie. Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. <laughs> oh my God. I cannot. I just can't get over the fact that that's a move. Like it's so, what it's else do you Universal. What else do you need? To, it is in the title. You can imagine the entire film based on those two words, cocaine bear. It is a jacked up bear murdering people. Like, there's... Geez. Like, I... It's funny. It's... Like, we're reaching the point... I think that, like, that I, I'm... We, we've always talked about it, like... As much as I love Marvel and DC like films and stuff, mm -hmm. even though I still have yet to watch Black Adam, right? Um, like I've always been a fan of like, oh, these are like, like the smaller companies are starting to pull out some weird shit and mm -hmm. and like Cocaine Bear on paper, I'm like, this sounds hilariously stupid, but I didn't know it was from Universal. Mm -hmm. I just kind of figured, uh, like it's just from a small company, kind of like Terrifier or whatever. And it's like, no, Universal's doing this. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's That is pretty wild. So You're going to make that a part of Universal Studios. I don't know. Maybe uh, I know that even though Glass Onion had a really short theatrical run, like, I know plenty of people went and saw it. So, like, maybe studios are going to start to see the value in putting mid budget or low budget move. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I also still am not like stoked on seeing everything in a theater. Like the reason I mostly go to the theater is so that I can see stuff as soon as it comes out. But like, if I could see yeah. it as soon as it comes out at home, I would be just as happy doing that. So I don't know. It's it's bizarre. Uh, I've I, I've always been a fond like have the greatest fondness for going to a movie theater, and I still will mm -hmm. no matter what. But now the choices have been super limited, especially yeah. in our area. Um, yeah. And all I like, I just want to watch. Like I spent way too much money this week on movies that I may already have, but there's like 4K versions that I just never got mm -hmm. around to grabbing. <laughs> and but, I just saw last night, I think Pearl is available now for access on Amazon. Oh, I own it now. So, um, yeah, I mean I for like, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, for, for like, streaming stuff. for streaming. So I'm, I think you still got to pay for it, but I'm like, I'll yeah. pay for it to watch it at home. Like I missed it in theaters. So like maybe I'll rent it here at home instead, you know? 
Yeah, I, I am. When that immediately became available, I ran. That's the only time you'll ever see hear the words. I ran to Walmart to get it. Because <laughs> I was actually thinking about paying for stuff today. Because everybody is doing their year-end Spotify wrap-ups, and I was like, oh, I don't have a year-end Spotify wrap-up. I don't do Spotify. I pay for music because like. I like artists to make money and Spotify yep. pays them fractions of a penny for when, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, maybe I need to start renting more movies on Amazon <laughs> instead of just watching the I ones did, that are available I that on occasion. Yeah. So, but I was just, I was thinking about it today just when I was and the same thing always when I, buy movies on physical i buy them a because i uh mostly because i don't want them to go away they you know movies go away on streaming services all the time and b like somebody makes some money when i buy that you know versus when i stream it i don't know how streaming pays people you know so there was that whole thing that scarlett johansson went through when black widow went to streaming because it wasn't in her contract to get paid fairly to have her movie streamed that she starred yep. in, you know? So um, just something I was thinking about today was just artists getting paid fairly. Yeah, it's it's a weird situation around because I love the comfort of watching things from home. But, like, yeah, like we were just saying, like, I, I in the past week, I have bought one, two, three, four, five, six like almost 10 movies <laughs> just wow. because i like having physical media it's just better than like because and then i'll watch this from streaming services but once they leave streaming then it's like oh cool i can just pop it in like pop in my disc. i own mo i own movies that i will just stream because they're available and i know i'll own it but it's just easier to hit play on the streaming service than to get up and put my disc in. Makes but sense. my disc will be there the day that it's not on streaming anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, like I just uh, watched my my one holiday. So my my official holiday Christmas movie I watched the other day was Krampus. Like. Mm -hmm. Because that, but I watched the disc version because it comes. The version I have is the naughty edition. That uh -huh. there's nothing different about it except for like ten, like maybe a five minute scene that does nothing. Huh. But it's like one All of right. those things where I'm like, oh, it's because it's 4K and I, I'm now getting more into the 4K stuff. And I was like, oh, sweet, I'm just gonna watch this and start the Halloween, uh, like the turnover Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas with Krampus. But my dad watched. There is it something on Hulu and mm -hmm. it was like commercials, and I was just like. Psh. Because that's the only way you can watch it online, on t on streaming right now. Huh. There is something nice about um, the 4K disc versus, like, you can stream stuff in 4K, but depending on your internet connection and your internet speed, it might not actually come through that way onto yeah. your TV. So, like, having your 4K disc and just being able to sit and watch a beautiful film up on your TV is just, mm, I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, take my pants off now. 
I have movies that they've put on 4K that don't belong on 4K. Like, I, I love, love Batman 89. Movie probably shouldn't be. And it looks beautiful in 4K. It really does. But every detail that you probably shouldn't see about the film, because A, it was made in 1989 and, you know, through budget and everything like that. It's the same way with I have Batman 66 on Blu-ray because it came out on Blu-ray, right? And you can tell everything about that show that was low budget and was meant to be seen on a 1966 television. There are episodes of that show where the pouches on Batman's belt are sponges. <laughs> Yellow sponge. And I, it's hilarious. It probably shouldn't be on Blu-ray, but I actually kind of love it even more that now that I can see, like there's creases in the bat symbol uh, sometimes because they would just rumple his costume up after they didn't care it was made out of like cardboard it was it's amazing (laughs) oh yeah i have like a dc i have some films as well that are in 4k that have no business i have freaking howard the duck on 4k why (laughs) what i you i love that movie so much you have to see the clearest version of duck titties possible yep gotta (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, the duck on 4K. Yeah. It's it's I got a steel I got I went to and it was a Best Buy steel book. I was like, hell yeah, it was like five bucks. That's amazing. Speaking of 4K, hey Disney, if you're listening, we don't just want the 4K version of Muppet Christmas Carol to stream on Disney Plus. We want a physical disc. Give it to me now. Yeah, so far it's only scheduled to stream on Disney Plus. Fuck that, Disney. We just got done telling you the exact reason why you shouldn't count on streaming to get you the best 4K possible. Maybe some people have shitty internet. Not only that, there's a movie that they just put out called Strange Adventure uh, or Adventures or whatever. Um, Strange World. Strange World that went to theaters. It tanked. And I was like, I've seen, I saw one trailer for that movie before Wakanda Forever, and that was it. I don't think I even saw, but I also I waited till the trailers started to go get my popcorn when um, the last Marvel movie I saw, which would have been Love and Thunder. Which was first, Love and Thunder or Multiverse of Madness? Which was Multiverse second, of rather. Madness. Multiverse second, of Madness was la- more recent than one of that bunch would be Love and Thunder. Okay, so that was the last Disney movie i went and saw and i waited till the trailers started to go get popcorn so they could have had a trailer for that movie before love and thunder and i wouldn't have known uh but beyond that i had no idea this i saw a poster outside the movie theater for strange world that was it i didn't see a single trailer um apparently nobody saw a single trailer because it like didn't Nobody went and saw it, apparently. Um, and it is also, I think, the first Disney movie in years to get below an A- minus cinema score. It's oh, only shit. gotten like a B. It, which is, I think they said in the article I read, the first time in like 
20 years or something like 20 plus years that a Disney movie has gotten below an A minus cinema score. So this movie bombed. It might have been. No, because I Treasure Planet was the last time a Disney movie really like flat out bombed. But I think even that had a higher cinema score. (laughs) So Disney really woofed it on Strange Planet or Strange World or whatever the fuck it's called. Did you did you see the te- the teaser trailer for their new one, Elemental? No. What the hell is that? Basically, it's it's exactly what you think it is. It's just like the elements of nature going to work, and I guess like water meets fire on like a train. I haven't seen honestly. I haven't seen the last several. Disney film like I did not see Raya and the Last Dragon but I also did not hear was it any good I liked it I thought it was cute and fun I didn't think there was anything like insanely awesome about it but it was fine okay uh I didn't see I don't remember if this was straight Disney or if it was Pixar I didn't see like that onward movie Um, that was meh a lot of them just recent in the past several years just have not piqued my interest enough to go see. So. I still haven't watched Lightyear. I haven't watched that either because I was really interested in seeing it. And then every single person I know to a T that went and saw it was like, eh. Wasn't needed. <laughs> not only was it not needed, apparently it just wasn't like that good. So, like, I kind of just, I probably will too, just to check it out. But, um, I lost a lot of steam for it when it came out and I know a lot of people went and saw it and then went, eh. So, Um, I mean, I know we've, I've talked about Red because I thought that was a pretty good, uh, Disney film. There's another one I didn't go see, although, uh, there is a sequel in the works. I'm not sure when it's due out for Inside Out. Um, so that may finally, uh, that might be next year or 2024. I think that's 2024. It might be, but I did love inside out. It's one of my favorites. So, So, um, that I will probably see. Yeah. Um, like so far the film slots for next year are pretty exciting because I know I'm immediately... I'm going to go running to see John Wick 4, Maxine. Um, yep, Maxine. Mm-hmm. It, uh, there's a couple other ones like I just can't think of right off the top of my head. But like even like with Marvel stuff, mm. like even like the superhero slots, like everything that's come down the line, like there's less and less of Marvel that I'm like rushing out to, to the theater right. for. I think the – because like I don't know, like Ant-Man – Quantum I can wait on that. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Let's um, see. Marvels, I'm looking at 20. Maybe. The Marvels is in February. Uh, then March is Creed 3, Wonka, Shazam. None of those I really have any interest in. John Wick Chapter 4. Uh, April has the Super Mario Brothers and Renfield. Uh, Renfield, of course, is where uh, Hell yeah. your your buddy is going to play uh, Dracula. <laughs> uh, May has Guardians Volume 
three. June has Across the Spider-Verse, which is wicked exciting. Yes. And The Flash, which remains to be seen. Uh, July has Oppenheimer, which is Christopher Nolan. So even though the last couple Christopher Nolan movies were kind of a miss for me, I'm always going to give him a chance. I think Barbie comes out that same week, too. Uh, no, I think they moved Barbie. Oh, really? It's not listed here. I think they moved... Yeah, it says here July 21st, Oppenheimer, and then July 27th, uh, Quantumania. I think they moved Barbie just to not be up against... Uh, which is weird. I wouldn't think they would have a big crossover no audience, uh, Barbie film and a Christopher Nolan film, but Oops. who knows. Uh, apparently, a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie in... Uh, two Teenage Mutant... No. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem... And then what? it says here something about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, which I don't think that's going to... I don't know. Uh, Blue Beetle. Uh, the Exorcist. In October. Uh, Aquaman in December. Yeah, next year is okay, I guess. Um, what does 2024 got? The Thunderbolts, Fantastic Four, uh, Inside Out 2, like we were just talking about, uh, Shang-Chi 2, uh, looks like not like a ton is confirmed yet for 2024, so. All right. Yeah, all right. Saw something there about the Invisible Man too. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I haven't seen any news about that, and I don't think I'd really be interested in it. I did really love that Invisible Man remake with Elizabeth Moss. It's a fantastic movie. I don't yeah. need to see more of it. <laughs> what you need to see more of is Rick and Morty. Damn it! <laughs> I do need to see more Rick and Morty, and actually, that's probably. I have to go upstairs, and I have to. Uh, I have to take care of the sink full of dirty dishes, and then my reward for taking care of that will be Rick and Morty. <laughs> Hell yeah! Like, Hell yeah. like I can't stress enough. Like the first, the first episode back is hilarious because they bring back like three or four characters, and then last okay. week's episode is just gut. It's so hilarious, but so like so depressing. And Summer pretty good gets, at that. I, uh, I rewatched gets an Summer gets gets an offer of being like getting a golden shower. Oh my god! Yeah, I was gonna say they're so good at funny and depressing because uh, just recently I rewatched the old man in the seat. Aww. And that episode's really funny, and then it ends in such like a d dark, sad place, and I was just like. Man, they really know how to do both of those things really well. Yeah. Same with the episode uh, where with Unity. That one's really funny all the way through and then ends with Rick attempting and failing at suicide. Yeah. So. Uh, it's, damn, yeah, they do some, there's some great shit that you're in for. Yeah. The other one. Oh, real quick. There's another show that just came back and I haven't had a chance to watch any of the new episodes yet. But if you haven't seen it, I'm going to recommend it to you. Have you watched Ins uh, Inside Job on Netflix? 
I haven't watched any of it yet. It's really good. Check it out. I liked the first batch of episodes and the new batch of episodes came back like a few days ago. Uh, and I need to watch some. So if you really, it, and it is very Rick and Morty esque. It's a lot okay. like Rick and Morty. It's really funny. It's totally worth your time to check out Inside Job. It's popped up. Yeah, it's popped up on my like recommended list. Mm-hmm. Like it's like because you watch Big Mouth, you should watch this. Yeah, you really. It is. It's pretty darn funny. I liked it a lot. So I. I'm so. Uh, Leanne actually is coming home kind of late tonight she's babysitting a friend's kid so probably i'll watch rick and morty and then just now that i remember that inside job is back i'll probably watch a couple episodes of inside job sweet yeah or finish andor i don't know one or the other dude andor is like uh, what i'll say is after finishing it it's so fucking good like like it's weird how like I wasn't into this when it first started, and mm-hmm. then now I like I like had three episodes. I was I had, like by the time the finale came out, I had three episodes left. So I was like, "Well, let's do this," and I was so oh, it's so freaking good. The last episode I remember watching is Mon Mothma tried to get her husband a birthday present, and then he was having like his birthday party, and she was mad at him, and I. I almost feel like I need to like back up and rewatch several episodes just because I have fallen so far behind on it that I probably yeah. should remind myself where I am. <laughs> All right. Well, Worth that's going to do it for this one because, like I said, I got to go watch Rick and Morty. And also, I probably need to go take a crap. So Woo! goodbye, everyone. Edging. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. If you would like to make a donation to the podcast you can do so at patreon.com slash 2bg pod that also really helps us out find atomic geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com and on twitter at atomic geekdom thanks oh, look. Mm. it's ebenezer scrooge oh. looking older and more wicked than ever i knew he wouldn't disappoint us <laughs> <laughs> Bug. Now we're a Christmas! Can you...